This podcast contains explicit content, language, and sexual situations. It is intended for adults 18 years of age and older. These thoughts and opinions expressed are not those of any specific employer, group, or individual. Fed up with the rat race, we decided to sell everything and move to Cancun, Mexico. Now we do what we love. Work, party, and play at the Desire Resorts. After 16 years in the lifestyle, we thought we saw it all. We were so wrong. So wrong. Oh my God, so wrong. Now we want to share the fun that we get to have every day. So come to room 77. Let's play. All right, Lauren, we are back from uh, Energy Crisis 2019 is over. Oh, my God. And then started Internet Crisis 2019. (laughs) It's a whole different story. But I'm not starting that. But we are out of the crisis now. All is good in the world. I hope so. Well, we'll we still haven't got the bill, but I know the numbers. Fingers across. Yes. So what we wanted to talk about this time was our trip to temptation. Yes. Now, believe it or not, we've been here for over two years and we've been at Desire a thousand times and we've never actually made it to temptation. We've seen it. We've been inside sort of the lobby part. We We took a tour. Took a tour. That's pretty much it. Said, yeah, yeah, well, think about it. Maybe maybe we'll come back. (laughs) I don't know. And we we sat on that for a year. We know that in the affiliate program, you can book through us if you're going to Temptation and it really helps us out. But we never really put it up on the website because we've never really been there. We don't really didn't know that yeah, much about I it. I don't want to s- tell people to go somewhere I've never been. Right. So we wanted to make an educated recommendation. Recommendation. But, we, you know, we we're sort of afraid that anybody would write us up and be like, hey, what's Temptation like on a Thursday? And we're like, ah, awesome. I don't know. <laughs> Great. So have fun. Book through us. <laughs> So we use this time on our furlough to yeah. go up to Cancun, check it out. I mean, that's the first battle, right? Is we don't have a flight to take. We packed mm, 20 minutes before we left. <laughs> and I still brought way too much crap. I still overpacked. We take the drive up there and we pull up. I don't know. It's just weird just showing up where everyone there assumes we have sort of maybe just flown in or we've traveled a long time and we're checking in for our, ver- our vacation <laughs> that we've been waiting for. When we got there, person greets us on the steps of the stoop, if you will, with the little washcloths. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really nice, yeah. right? Don't get that when we go to work at Desire every day. <laughs> yeah, it was nice. And then we get to the check-in desk, and she's like, can I get your passport? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, uh... We don't have a passport. I didn't bring the passports. And she's like, okay, you're... I don't use my passport <laughs> for a 20-minute drive, usually. <laughs> Usually, honey, we're going to Costco, get the passports. And then our next question is, oh, we were like, we're residents visas here. Oh, okay. Do you have your visa? No. 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 Because they're always in renewal. (laughs) We don't have our visas. So I'm like, I don't even know if we're going to be able to check in. And then luckily we saw that the GM of the hotel, he sort of walked over and was like, hey guys, how are you doing? We had met him at Desire. So we go to the front desk and the lobby's huge, right? I mean, it's just a huge, huge. It looks like a mall. A yes. mall of fun. You can easily get distracted in there. I, I don't know. All of a sudden I'm like, I forget how to check into a hotel. <laughs> It was, uh, it was funny. She couldn't find our name. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my God, I don't know. This is so embarrassing. (laughs) I 
I was using that little cleansing washcloth, like wiping off my flop sweat. I, it know, was, I don't know why. I, I was, got nervous I felt, already. Yeah, I've been there for 10 minutes. So I'm just like, can I give you something? <laughs> I, I like something else. Here's my driver's license. She looks at it like, no, weirdo. I need your passport. And then she found our names. We get the pink bracelet, which is a VIP bracelet. And I had no idea that that was coming. No. So this thing basically means we're the best. We're the best people. In our own brains, it does. Well, yeah, to me, it does. Yeah. It means you are number one. No. <laughs> I don't know if it means that. You're the number one guest. That's what it means. <laughs> okay. You're the big winner. No. I think we went right to the room. We were in the tower part. Yeah. The rooms are cool. I mean, they're they're nice. They're spacious. They have a very sort of modern vibe. Yeah, like uber modern. They tell you don't trip in the shower. Here's how you shut the blinds because they're on a motor and they go up and down. Yeah. You can take everything away in the room. You put motorized shades in there. I'm a happy little camper. I will play with those <laughs> all day long. That's your jam. Yeah, I love it. I know you do. Tells me how to work the closet the, system. The closet system, <laughs> which is a little bit confusing. <laughs> Well, because it's all modern. It's all flat. You just don't know really where the door is. Yeah. I pretended I was in one of those magic, like a magic room where like a secret wall is going to open. Yeah. I don't know. I I make everything like some sort of child game. There's porn on the TV. I go outside to the deck and the way we were positioned, the only thing that made me sad is I couldn't see into anybody's rooms because I'm into that. The way the direction is, you couldn't really see into anybody's rooms. But now it's time. I'm like, let's go. Let's go to the pool. Let's go to the pool. So unlike Desire, this pool is mm, 1,000 times the size, right? I mean, the size of the width of the tower section. And you're sort of coming around this ramp that sort of wraps all the way down from the second floor all the way down to the pool area. Wander over to the uh, the towel area, flash my pink band like, yo, hey, pink bander, everyone <laughs> coming into the pool area. Here we come. Let's look snappy. No one, no one noticed my pink band. I think they noticed the scared faces that we had on our face. Yeah, so we're like, where do we sit? And they're like, oh, just go sit anywhere. So um, there was some guy, I think he saw us looking for a spot. He was like, do you want to come and sit next to us? And I said, yeah, sure. I never saw that man again, by the way. <laughs> I wanted to thank him. And then I, he just sort of vanished into the crowd and I never saw him again. Uh, and this is sort of how our first day goes. Because yeah. we get into the pool, we are confronted with the fact that we're in a strange place. Don't know anybody here. Nobody. We are just the new kids. Yeah. And it really took us no time at all to realize and remember what it's like to come into an environment and not know anybody and not have a friend there and not have anybody to sort of help you along the way. It is incredibly nerve wracking. Yeah. And it was a huge wake up call. Yeah. We sat there. We're like, oh, my God, I totally forgot. And it feels good to be in these shoes again because... It reminds me of those faces that come in and, you know, they just don't know anybody. And it reminds me to always say hi, always welcome any help that you can give or anything like that. Now, we didn't talk to anybody. (laughs) I mean, we failed miserably on so many levels and everybody's around us having fun. Yeah. So there are a few things around the pool that were happening that I thought were kind of cool. 
It took us a while to figure out where the restrooms were, but you can walk to topless, I guess. That was one of the things is I didn't know if it was topless only in the pool or not in the pool, only outside the pool. We had heard different rumors. Yeah, like we hear all these different things. People come to desire that have come from temptation. They, they're like, well, you can't be topless outside of the pool or you, can, you can't be topless inside the pool. I don't know who to believe anymore. So I had to ask somebody. I was like, what are the rules with topless? And they're like, well, just be topless. Pool in the beach, that's okay, but nowhere else. I'm like, all right. So I took my pants off. (laughs) I didn't say anything about that. (laughs) You'd be topless outside the pool, on the beach, in the pool, where, wherever. That's good. So we're starting to loosen up. We're starting to feel the vibe. We talked to a few people here and there. We talked to a playmaker and it was fun. If you want to have a really fun day party by the pool, this is fucking place to go. I love those chairs by the thing. Yeah, they got these chairs in the water that are sort of curved to your body. I could sit in those all day. But because we were out of energy at home, (laughs) we were kind of excited to be in air conditioning for a really long time. So we're like, let's go upstairs and just sit in the air conditioning. (laughs) We pack our stuff up and uh, we go upstairs. So before our slumber, we decide to get it on a little bit. It's weird. Like we're going into that thing that we just talked about. And as soon as we get boom boom on vacation boom boom i want to have sex all the time yes so it's and we can't do it by the pool so we're like we we have to go to the room gotta do it outside hanging off the ledge (laughs) it's as racy as we could get and i said no no (laughs) so we have the sex and then (laughs) i go to sleep wake up i realize we're already late for our our dinner thing yeah we go to dinner and then we race back you get into really sexy clothing we're missing half the show downstairs so downstairs, the disco, it's, everything is outside and everybody sort of congregates out there. And on the way down, we had met a couple, I think that was going up or down. I don't know where they were going to go, but they were like, oh, see you later. But then we never really saw them later. Yeah. And they were cute. So we go, we hang out for a little while, but we have a meeting in the morning. We're like, all right, let's just finish this drink and we'll just go back upstairs. I, I don't think it, it was maybe like 11, 12 o'clock or something. Yeah, like it was that. 12 because I was amazed that the playmakers stay. We're about to leave. And then some guy comes over and he says, hi. I said, hi, how are you? Nice to meet you. And he says, do you want to come over and drink champagne with us? And I said, actually, uh, we're just about to go back up to the room <laughs> and go to sleep. Uh, so thank you. But no, thank you. And he responds with, we don't want to have sex with you. <laughs> What? what? Wait, Wait, what? what? <laughs> well, no, I really don't want to sit with you. <laughs> really only want to sit and have champagne with people who want to have sex with me. <laughs> now you made this really disinteresting and a little bit awkward. I feel like my ego's hurt, to be yeah. honest. Did you see these pink bracelets? Yeah, come on. Dressed up for this, pal. <laughs> All right, so we wake up the next day and we go to our meeting. That's boring. And then we go to the gym. Oh, my God. This gym is amazing. I love that gym. If you're into gyms and you like to work out when you go to a party place, which is why it was empty, probably. (laughs) uh, This gym is awesome. I would pay $100 a month to go there. Probably not. I can't afford that. But figuratively speaking. And then we go grab something to eat and uh, we go out by the pool and we do it all over again. And there's you know the people, they're partying. That is sort of the difference between Desire and a place like Temptation is they're just 
having a lot of fun all the time. The hotel is big enough that even if people are going away on the, the catamaran or the, the spa or whatever, there's still a huge amount of people there to carry that party and it stays going. Now, if you're into that, that's not our kind of party. Personally, right. we lack energy. I can appreciate it from afar and being on the outside. When I do look at them, I'm like, you people have so much energy. I don't know where you get all this energy from. Red Bull. Yeah, maybe Red Bull. <laughs> so we spend the day by the pool trying to get tan, chat up some people, go up, try to have the sex again in the afternoon. Yep. Successfully get through that. <laughs> Watch a little more porn this time. <laughs> we get ready and I'm looking so forward to going to the Italian restaurant for dinner. Yeah. And I get ready. I get in my Italian clothing. <laughs> To get ready for my Italian your, dinner. Your flag. I mean, I just, I wasn't even eating all day. I was psyching myself up to it. <laughs> that big pasta we, dinner. Yeah. And we go down and it's closed. Uh, I'm like, what the? F- oh, hey, I know. What is this? Yeah. That one, we, we closed that one on this night. This night. This, Only this night. This is the night I want to go. Sorry, you got to go someplace else. So luckily, I mean, the thing about Temptations is there's a thousand places to eat. It was like a food court. It was. That led us to this little Mexican restaurant. But it was sort of fate because we ran into the hostess that used to work at Desire. I know. Who we adore so much and catch up with her. And if that Italian place was open, we would have never, we never would have ran into uh-uh. her. So it, it worked out. It worked out really, really well. And you go back to the room, get all whored up. Yep. And we are back down to the discotheca. Sure. We see that couple start talking to them a little bit. They seemed a little bit shy. Yeah. So I got a little stuck. You know, that's one of the things at Temptation. You know, the party's there. The the sort of excitement is there. But there is a, a definite line that you start to cross back into that vanilla resort. There is that line where there is more of a separation, more of a party, but less of a community. I mean, not even not everyone at Desires in the lifestyle, no. but it's sort of easier to figure out who is and who isn't, or just there's a lack of community in terms of approachability of talking to people. The difference is that there is an understanding at Desire Everybody knows the world that they're entering into. Mm-hmm. And at Temptation, there is a difference in the worlds. Almost like getting stuck between two worlds. Communicating becomes a little bit different. The The language, that language, is a little bit more clear at Desire. But if you, if you want that party, that kind of vibe, that's what has to come sort of with it. Right because you are living in a world that is next to, but different than that other world. So it seems to me that there were some people who sort of brought wingman groups, like yeah, a there, couple of couples with them. Yeah, there were, it seems like groups were there, groups of people. And uh, I did notice that as much as people were getting along in their groups, there were also other people who were having a hard time getting into groups yeah. and sort of mingling and mixing with with the crowd. And I was feeling that too. We didn't even hit on the fact that there were single guys there, like little groups of single guys. Right. I had a whole fantasy working on. Yeah, we had a lot of fantasies going on about and we're going to get you gang banged in the room. But there really wasn't that many single guys there at that time. And boom, somebody recognized us from Desire. They were actually pretty good friends of ours, had no idea they were going to be there. So we stayed out and we, we sort of hung out and partied with them for the rest of the night. I mean, all night long. We oh, almost, way too late. Almost shut it down. 
We went up to their room. Nothing happened in their room. We just sort of sat there and we're talking. It's like two o'clock in the morning. My leg crossed over on the floor. There's all these black chips. And I'm looking at the floor. I'm like, what's all over your floor? It's my shoe. My shoe is falling apart in front of these people. This is how poor and pathetic I am. My shoe is falling apart. So for the rest of the night, while I'm there talking to them, I'm just so embarrassed that my clothes are literally falling off my body. Oh, so embarrassing. I know. I'm horrible. But anyway, went to sleep. We went to sleep and uh, that was it. But I would say it was all pretty good experience. I would like to go back there on a, on a night that is like a Friday or Saturday yeah. night and check it out and see what it's like. Our thoughts are this. If you are looking for a vivacious crowd, it's, it's a great option. We can't really give that many details about what the party is like there on the weekend or all week long because we only stayed for two days. But yeah, all in all, it's really, really cool. The bracelet got me nothing, by the way. I, scra- <laughs> I would ask for stuff and I would scratch my nose. I would make sure they saw it's my bracelet. It's such a lie. Yeah. You uh, are so not that person. So long story short is we didn't get to have sex with a gang of men for you, which is what you're looking for. And we drove home. I mean, we just talked about it all the way home, how how different it is. Not bad different, not good different, just different than than desire. Being in that that other side of it, it was a great reminder. At how intimidating it could be just going to a hotel. Yeah. Let alone a hotel that liked temptation. Whether it's desire, whether it's temptation, whether it's a lifestyle club, whatever, just getting in that new environment, if it has anything to do with the lifestyle or going out and flirting together, whatever it is, it's new. And you have to put yourself out there. I have to make a better attempt in those situations to put myself out there. Yeah. I really do. We really appreciated it. And if you have any questions or you want to ask us anything or we can find out anything for you, please ask us. We'll go up there and investigate again. If you decide that you want to go to Temptation or you are going to Temptation, let us know. Maybe we can go up there uh, and hang out with you. We would like to go up there with a friendly face and really experience us. So are you into that, Lauren? I would love to do that. All right. Call Lauren. (laughs) Hit her up. Hit me up. Here we go. What room are you in? Room 69. Really? It's a good room. What room are you in? 2114. What room are you in? 1412. What room are you in? 2412. What room are you in? Six. What room are you in? Fuck, 2203? Maybe? I don't know. Are you staying at this room? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) What room are you in? 51. All right, first question. If I came up to you and I said, would you like to come over here and sip champagne with my wife? Would you expect that I'm trying to have sex with you? Not necessarily. What would you think I was trying to do? Just help us get a drink. Would you expect? Yes, 100%. What would you think? What are you trying to sell me? As a stranger, I come up to you and I say, hi, uh, would you like to have champagne with me and my wife? My answer would be, of course, yes, absolutely. What would you think? You're trying to fuck us. Right, what would you think? <laughs> do you have a lot of energy when you party? I do. What time do you party show? Last night, 2.30. I want us to take their energy. I want to be with them. Do you ever wonder where do they get their energy from? No, not really. Do you have a lot of energy? With sex, yeah. What about just partying? Like, what time did you go to bed last night? We were early because we wanted to have a good time today. But what time do you usually party until? We've been here an hour and 45 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) So, we feel comfortable. We're not sure what we got going on today. 
Do you ever wonder, how do these people do it? Yes. Yes, yeah. we do. Yeah. So what time do you go to bed in your real life? This is humiliating. I know. <laughs> That's why you asked it. Yes. Yeah, it's at 9 p.m. Now, how late will you stay up here? Uh, about 1. What time did you go to bed last night? It's probably close to 2 a.m. That's not, do you always have that kind of energy even in real life? Hell no. No. What time did you go to bed last night? Uh, <laughs> 8.30. Yes, 8.30. What time will you go to bed tonight? 1 a.m. After a nap. Do you have a lot of energy when you party? Yes, it comes from the devil. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lauren. What? We're back. <laughs> yes. First time temptation. And we were away for a long time. Felt like our first time coming back to desire, right? Yes. I don't know. It was just weird not being there for a while. I was a lot more nervous than I thought I would be. Were you? You made me do on the couch the night before the things we say during the workshop just as a refresher. Yeah. Well, because I thought about it, I was like, I'm going to be in the middle of something. I was going to forget everything <laughs> that I, I've been doing over at the hotel. When we showed up there at RM, it wasn't very full. It was actually really empty. So it was just after Labor Day. The hotel had just like emptied out. So that made it worse. Yeah, for me it's scary. Because then I was like, oh, God, there's like four people here. No one is going to come to the workshop. No one's going to talk to me. And no one's going to be my friend. <laughs> How did you do on lunch day at the first day of school? Someone stole my lunch. No, like, you, you know, mean? like that stress that you get like first day of school and you're like, who am I going to sit with, with at lunch? Oh, me at school? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure I planned it out in some sort of way that would I probably by third period, I had talked to several different people to see if I could be with them. <laughs> and had a backup plan. Yeah, because you go around, and you're like, when is your lunch? When is your lunch? What what period is your lunch? Well, I, don't, I don't really know you, but what period is your lunch? <laughs> you seem nice. You seem nice. Can I sit with you, <laughs> you until want- until I find a real friend? I don't want to sound shallow. You seem acceptable. <laughs> Enough to where I can sit with you until I find my real friends. Can I just use you as a base camp? I wish I knew in high school how confused everyone was. Yeah. I wish I did. But I walked around in high school mostly with a feeling of everybody knows their shit except for you, Richard. <laughs> Everybody's got it, man. You need to get your shit together. It took me a long time to realize, oh, we were all confused. That's funny. When we were at RM, we got to meet who was, I don't know if his account is still up. It was Mr. Underscore Jeff and slash underscore Karen. I don't know (laughs) who it was. But this is a guy who I find really, really funny. And he was there. I told him, I walked in and I was like, hey, I'm really nervous. And he was like, what do you mean you're nervous? (laughs) You do this all the time. I'm like, oh, you. I know, like we know each other over Twitter and stuff. But like you don't how sort of internal I can get. Oh, yeah. But, he, but they were here in January, which I for kind of forgot. I mean, I you're a horrible person. Yeah, I am. Well, he did some writing for me. He wrote a lot of those Malibu strings jokes. Malibu strings. Malibu strings. He's a really funny guy. He's really, really talented. We had lunch. It was funny. I was laughing the whole time. But in that <laughs> in that workshop, which I was afraid no one was going to show up, but we wound up getting it full. I mean, we were shaking our asses at the pool <laughs> to get people there, but there were a few people that were on the fence and they didn't want to go. But at the end of that class, there was this amazing couple we met in the pool. She started crying. Yeah. And then there was another couple across the room. They were up in the air about the workshop so much that I was like, I will bring you tequila if you need tequila, because yep. she said, I need tequila. I was like, I will have tequila there for you. And we gave her tequila. We've never done that before. They started crying. And then the couple, the other couple that was crying found you. You started crying. Then that couple finds the other couple. They start crying. It was like a fucking goddamn episode of Oprah. 
cameras. <laughs> but it was awesome, though. <laughs> I like it when it's not expected. So that was good. So then the next day we wind up at Pearl. I mean, just I this is the problem, right? Is I just want to talk about everybody that we met, which is totally boring to everybody. But um, <laughs> we put a tweet up about them because they brought us shirts, the open six to eight and the professional hugger shirts. They uh, Their handle is we might be swingers on Twitter. So, but they were so, their energy literally got me through the rest of the week Aww. it really did uh well, we do the workshop that day and in that workshop there was this couple dude had zero percent body fat <laughs> so did she i wanted to offer him some of my fat so <laughs> here take some of this i was working on this go lose it and uh i'll give you more when you come back next time <laughs> all right so then we go back to rm the next day and we meet the double date nation people i was doing the announcement and i saw his face and he was like i said something like come and get your cock stroked or something he was like Woo-hoo! yeah and i was like oh i know that dude who was it that said that's your doppelganger i think it was bob <laughs> and i was like well you're handsome enough to be my doppelganger i'll take that as a compliment <laughs> yeah uh so yeah, but they were really nice. They were really sweet. I'm going to check out their website. I don't really know a lot about dating sites or the the swinger sites because I don't really go on them much anymore. We're on Cassidy. I mean, we're there. We exist. <laughs> but I need a website here in Mexico that I can use. Oh. Craigslist. I don't think that sounds very safe. <laughs> I have no idea. All right. Let me move on with my story. So Friday we go back. It's penis day, which I like to call it, or <laughs> blue ball day because that's what it usually turns <laughs> out for me. Uh, so we go there, we start talking to the same people again and I get into the pool and I start talking to this group and immediately she starts telling me, I actually forget who it was. Oh no, I do remember who it was, but I can't say their names. Uh, Karen. Karen and Jeff. And, uh, they do listen to the podcast and they start telling me the story about this woman invited all of us back to her room last night. There was like 12 of us uh-huh. and we all electrocuted one another. What? I'm sorry. What now? <laughs> And then I had to look it up on the internet. It's like this pad, right? And you sit on this pad. You know those things that sort of tweak your muscles that I'm very afraid of? Yeah, the TENS machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, you lay on it, right? And then you touch everybody. And then you just, I guess, as a group, charge them with voltage. I didn't really know what you were talking about. All I heard was electrocuted. And all I thought about was the things on my nipples in the... Yeah, in the penthouse. But yeah, I didn't know what they were talking about. Yeah, I don't know either. There was another guy who said it better than I could ever say it. He was like, never have I been in a situation where I've been like, this is awesome. The only thing missing is, is if you could jolt me with some electricity. <laughs> and that's sort of how I felt. Right. But I guess everybody has their things. It's very exciting for them if that's what they want. The other thing that they were doing within that group is they were showing VR porn or virtual reality porn. Yeah. And that made me go, go on. (laughs) So they start talking about how awesome and how amazing this thing is, right? So I'm like, this I have to see. I have to check out this VR thing. So I swim over to the lady who's responsible for all these shenanigans. Uh And I'm like, you the lady who was electrocuting people? (laughs) You're an electric lady, right? (laughs) So she's like, yeah, yeah. What? I'm like, well, I don't want any electricity. She's like, you should try it. I'm like, no. No, I'm not here for your electricity. I'm here for your VR. And she's like, oh, yeah, you should really look at it. I was like, well, I would love to, but we're running out of time. We have to go eat. She's like, we have to go eat. So she's like, I'm going to bring it right to the restaurant. Yeah. They brought it to the restaurant. (laughs) This is brilliant. I tried this set on this (laughs) VR set. Now, so I have to describe to our listener, I immediately wind up in a scene where I am with, I'm in a room. 
There's a massage table. And in, in this room, there's another male. And he looks as if he is holding on to, not in a kidnappy way, but this little Russian girl who's just sort of wrapped in a towel. Uh-huh. And I, my body's there, so it's virtual reality. Like I, I can look down and see I'm wearing a black pair of trousers. Right. It's uh, not your body, but it's a man's body. No, yeah, but I can look down, look across the room and see the table. You can look around the room and see everything. So uh, as you moved your head with the goggles, uh-huh. it shows different. Like literally she was like, look down. And as you move your head down, you see yeah, whatever. Like, like yeah. virtual reality. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, why it's called VR. Yeah. I mean, okay. I don't think I was wearing a shirt. I don't remember. Doesn't really matter. Doesn't matter. Are you with somebody? No, I'm watching at this point. I'm watching him molest her. Oh, okay. And then, uh, and then she comes over and then she starts to take my trousers down. Mm. And I was very large. <laughs> of course you are. But here's the thing. I can't imagine sort of sitting there with a laptop in the middle of Aphrodite looking at porn. But essentially, that's what I was doing. Everything inside of my body wanted me to take my cock out and start to jerk off. Mm, yeah. That one ended with DPing. Then they showed me a, another video where we were in some sort of mansion and there was one, two, three, four, there's five, I guess five of us, I yeah, think. Yeah. yeah. You saw that one, yeah. right? I pulled out your phone and I was videotaping you just because it was... Yeah, we put it up on the Patreon of me watching the <laughs> VR porn in Aphrodite. <laughs> so there's like a video of, of me... With goggles. It really does fool your brain. I couldn't imagine if you were down there diddling me. Right. That's what she was saying. She's like, so if you do this and you start to actually do whatever is happening in the video to your partner, it gets really trippy. So this is what I'm thinking. We buy 14 VR sets. Yeah. We record the entire workshop. Yeah. Right. And then we just sit there for most of the time. Don't really do crap. (laughs) Then we hire somebody to go and touch the people. But what they're seeing is us touching the people. (laughs) Right. But in actuality, it's Karen and Jeff that we hired for 200 pesos. They're just touching the people. Oh, that's so bad. I'm just saying it's an idea. Okay. It's an idea. It's also quite the investment. Yeah, I like touching the people, though. It takes the fun out of So I'm already horned up, right? And we go to the workshop. It's the Lingham Day. Yeah. And we do the workshop. And I have to describe this workshop as it will forever be the perfect workshop. It just will. I don't know why everything lined up. Everything was on time. The people were absolutely amazing. I was funny. You were beautiful. Everything just lined up perfectly. And then at the end, it just exploded into this room of sex. So much so, I walked back in and I paused and looked around. It was super sexy. It was super, super sexy. I, I, I just, I got really, really turned on in that particular workshop on Friday. Yeah. I really did. I just wanted to be with everyone. I, I just <laughs> wanted it. All you. skate. Excuse me. <laughs> all skate. Everybody. Hi. Let's just do this. <laughs> what happens is because we work for tips, we have to go out and collect the tips. So we can't ever finish. I know. So I just sit there with blue balls. We decide, all right, let's go to the jacuzzi. It's not a school night. Yep. We're going to go there. Perfect. Because I had the shirt that my friend made me open from six to eight. Yep. Which I said in the last podcast. And I wanted to be open to six to eight, but I couldn't be open to six to eight anymore. Well, we'll talk about can- it. Yeah. Are you going to tell them why? <laughs> no, not next next episode. This okay. is like an episode of Maury Povich. When the DNA comes back, <laughs> we'll, tell, we'll tell them. We'll let them know. No, no. In the next episode, okay. I think we will. We told some people there about our dilemma. We'll tell them next. 
on the next episode. Stay tuned. Of Room 77. Oh, God. Uh, so I sat in there and just wanted to be diddled. But I just honestly, sometimes, and I'm going to make myself really sound strange right now. Oh. Okay. <laughs> you kind of set yourself up for that just, one. When you're not. Just stay with me. It's so abnormal. All right. Let me just say it. Okay, go. All right. Let's just say it. Sometimes I do fantasize. And I've said this before. It's not like it's the first time you'll ever hear this. Mm-hmm. I'd like to get it out as more of a statement. Sometimes I do fantasize that if I could masturbate in the open, sometimes, not all the time. Uh-huh. Now, do you think that's creepy? Um, by yourself or would I be there? Let's say by myself. Yeah. In a, in a couple's resort, I would find that creepy. Okay, uh, so say it's not creepy. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I cannot be the only person that has a fetish like this in my head. I can't be the only person where I would go off to the side and and just jack off and just have people watch me. This is why I think Louis C.K. got in trouble. That was sort of his fetish. Not that what he did was okay, because I believe he did use his power to sort of go too far. But if it was consensual. Yeah, like wanted. Like if there was a room where you're like, this is the masturbation area. Mm -hmm. If you are in this area, then you know what you're getting. Right. Would that be okay? Yeah. Well, and we've done that before where we've been on a bed and, you know, we sort of play together and then you masturbate and I like watching you and... Yeah, I mean, we've done a lot of stuff, but I'm saying in this particular situation, like... It's a mood. It's just like any other time where I'm just like that particular day, that thought went through my head was like, I just want to go over to a bed and just fucking chill and stroke my cock. Now, I totally get that because just calling it a mood is something that I really understand because there's things that go through my head that are kind and I wouldn't say yours is twisted, but I have twisted thoughts sometimes and I'm like, I wish that it wasn't faux pod. And that's what I feel like the masturbation thing is. And I don't know why masturbation, even between couples, is like not okay. I don't know. If I walked up to a lady and there was mutual masturbation, that's a heavy turn on for me. For me. But it's not really something that happens. No, it never happens. Couples don't even masturbate in front of each other. No, and they should. I want to do a masturbation class. Can we do a masturbation workshop? Yeah. How? I don't know. We'd have to figure out i just don't know how to do it i don't know if anybody would be into it or anybody be scared of it to be honest with you but that is a thought that i had in my head it's not that that i wasn't interested in everybody there but to me it would have been a good lead up possibly to maybe doing stuff but at that moment i was just like looking at those beds i had a drink in my hand i was like i just want to go chill over there and stroke myself yeah i think that that would be fine that creep you out no, it, not the way that you described it like that. I do. I picture more of like, I'm going to stand here and jack off in the corner. Like that's creepy. No, that would be totally creepy. That's where I get a little bit lost with it in my head is like, I can stare at you while I'm having sex with my wife, mm-hmm. but doing it while I'm masturbating is completely different. Yeah. What's up with that? I don't know. I accept it as it not being acceptable. Mm -hmm. maybe i'm talking too much i don't know maybe i'm talking too much i don't know (laughs) i don't know i just think it's a good thought i just feel like i'm a guy that really represents the middle of the road Mm -hmm. like my symbol should be two yellow lines (laughs) oh my god that's 
brilliant. That's how. That's your tattoo. That's my tattoo. <laughs> I'm just two yellow lines. I am so middle of the road. Like I feel like I represent a lot of different sort of cross section of spirit. So I can't be the only guy that's like, yeah, I wouldn't mind just going over there and stroke my cock for a while. Yeah. It doesn't mean I don't want other stuff. I don't want to just sit there all day and go, nope, everything is. <laughs> no, every, I'm all full here. Everything else is off the table. <laughs> I am only allowed to masturbate. It's all I want to do. Back off, lady, <laughs> sir. Back off. Take your hotness elsewhere. Elsewhere. I am just here to masturbate. <laughs> that is it. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying, why can't it be part of the fun around? Maybe you're the leader. Oh, I can feel myself being the leader of the person who gets kicked out of the resort. Yeah. Is what I can feel. Anyway, I would like to talk to somebody about mutual masturbation and masturbation and, and that kind of stuff in that in that group setting because it is sort of a fetish of mine. It's one of the things that I don't talk about that much. Mm -hmm. But that day I did. I just was like. But you didn't even tell me you were horny. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. Well, we came home and uh, I didn't tell you I was horny. I don't want to bother you. Why is that? I don't know. Because I know that both of us sexually with our libidos and stuff, sometimes we're in, sometimes we're out. I just didn't feel like you were in the mood. So I don't want to bother you. I don't want to bother you. It's <laughs> Go about your day. Don't worry about me. I'll figure something else out. Did you masturbate that night? I don't remember. I got to be honest. I don't remember. Even if I wasn't in the like mood or I was really tired because I was really tired, I still would have loved to watch you masturbate because that's one of my things. I know, but there's like this thing, right? It's it's like I don't, I don't ever want to have that feeling of anybody. It's like, ah, all right, let's get it over with. Like, I don't want that. Even if that's being genuine and being a loving wife, putting you or anybody out even a little bit sexually makes me a bit uncomfortable. But so if I feel like you're not in the mood at all, then I just won't bother you. But you don't know my mood. You don't know what's going on in my head. And especially if you tell me I'm horny and I will li I literally turn on a dime unless I'm like uber exhausted. 95, I'll say 95, 95% of the time. I will turn on a dime and I'm like, oh, yeah, because that turns me on. Maybe I'll just send you a text next time <laughs> or an, of an eggplant. I always say zucchini. Oh. I'll send you a text of an eggplant or I'll just wait till you're asleep and just slap it on your face. Is that better? Oh, my God. That would turn me on. That wouldn't. Yes, I it don't, would. I don't believe you. Like, I see, just got turned on right now. See, I don't believe you. I don't. Oh I my feel God. like because I would love for you to wake me up in the middle of the night. Kind of God. So I see. I just I'll try it. Yeah, will you? Yeah. Do you want me to wake you up or just do stuff to you? No, like I want you to wake me up with your penis on my face. What if you're all curled up like a mummy? <laughs> Do I have to unravel you? You have to take out my headphones and put away my <laughs> Take out your, your wraps, your, your electricity things. <laughs> Your the facial most mask. Amount of crap on me. <laughs> right. It's, like, it's not like I fall asleep in this beautiful lingerie, like headphones, take off like your, meditation. Take off your sleep apnea machine. Uh, seriously. No, you don't have one. No, I don't have one. But not like, there's someone in the house. What? Nothing. I just want to have sex. Maybe like stick it in my ear. <laughs> Do you don't ever feel like, oh, he's not in the mood. I just, I don't want to bother him. You don't ever feel like that? I feel like you're always in the mood if I were to say something. But it's I'm just not always in the mood. That's not true. There are some times if you woke me up and you're like, hey, you want to? I'd be like, I'm like, sleepy. No. Go away. <laughs> Go find somebody else. Go on double date nation. <laughs> Or Craigslist. 
<laughs> use this time on Craigslist. And then sometimes there's uh, points where I'm like, I'm sort of leading up to it. Like, I'll be like, oh, maybe I'll ask. And then you'll do something really so unsexy that I just like shut it down immediately. <laughs> no, so you're like, I'm like, oh, I'm kind of horny. Maybe, maybe I'll, I'll bring it up to her. And then you're like, I'm just going to wrap my arm in a gauze <laughs> right now. I got a little rash going on the side. And I'm like, oh, forget it. Forget it. She has some sort of disease. That doesn't ever happen to you. See, this is why we needed TV. Sometimes I'm no, like, wait, let me wait, finish. No, let, let me finish. Let me finish. Give me one more no. example. Sometimes I'm like, maybe I'll go in. I'm kind of horny. And you'll stick your stomach way out and you're like, look at my food, baby. <laughs> look at my food, baby. Oh, my stomach. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> tonight's not the night. <laughs> I'm going to cut that out. What were, what were you going to say? <laughs> All right. So expect a dick in your ear tonight. Oh, God. <laughs> or what if I just lube you up? Yeah, lube me up. Be like an ultrasound. Oh, my God. <laughs> Have you ever watched or used virtual reality porn? No, I haven't. Have you ever seen virtual reality porn? No, only advertised. Have you ever used virtual reality porn? No, I haven't. I, no, I had tried once. I've tried, but I couldn't get the eyepiece. It was out of focus. When you watch vir, uh, virtual reality porn, 95% of it means that you will be a dude. How would you feel being in a virtual reality world but having a penis? Oh, I'd love one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How would you feel having a penis? I think I'd like it. Would you try that on for size? Absolutely. Is that something you would enjoy? I don't know, maybe. How do you feel about masturbation? Love it. Do you like masturbation? Oh, it's amazing, yeah. How do you feel about masturbation? Yeah, it's tops. I'm really good at it, if that helps. <laughs> masturbation. He loves it. I feel like it's necessary sometimes. Masturbation. I love it. <laughs> Are you good at it? Excellent. I love it. How do you feel about masturbation? I'm on board. I am pro-masturbation. What about public masturbation? Yes. You're into that? Absolutely. Would you be into public masturbation? I don't think so. It's hard to concentrate. It's hard to nah. focus. When people are watching me, I don't think I'm like, it's, I'm not genuine. Alone, by himself, masturbating. Would that creep you out? No. Would you enjoy watching him? Maybe. I want to hang out with you more. <laughs> <laughs> masturbation? Team sport. Would you be interested in a workshop, but with mutual masturbation? Certainly, yeah. Would you be interested absolutely. in something like that? Yes, absolutely. How do you feel about a mutual masturbation group? We know how you feel. <laughs> that sounds interesting. <laughs> Would you ever partake? <laughs> he's starting He's starting before I even I built know. the class. How do you feel about a masturbation, mutual masturbation workshop? That feels humiliating. But you would do it, right? Absolutely. <laughs> it's the devil. Do you ever feel awkward asking your partner for sex? No. Like, he's not in the mood. Do you ever feel awkward? I've never encountered that situation. Oh, I don't want to ask her right now because I don't think she's in the mood. No. What's the way that you hint to her that you want sex? Just grab her ass. How do you hint? Ask. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I usually come up behind and kind of grab the ass or lean up against her. Do you get the hint? I do. I'm bilingual. <laughs> Very good. Do you ever go out of your way to give hints that you're horny because she's not getting the hint? Oh, yeah. What is a good hint that you would give? Are you tired? Are you ready to go up? I say that every night. I <laughs> Do you ever wake your partner up for sex? Yes. When's the last time you woke him up for sex? For last week. How do you wake him up? Shove me bum against him. Do you ever wake her up for sex? All the time. 
just by sort of spooning her and letting her feel what's going on. I can feel what's going on from ah. here. How does he wake you up? It's usually just like comes to my side of the bed. Do you ever wake your partner up for sex? We don't anymore. We used to. Bedtime's bedtime. When you did do it, what was a way that you would wake her up? I would just go down on her. Oh, yeah. While she was nice. sleeping? Yes, I'd wake her up that way. How does she wake you up? She reaches over and grabs me. It's aggressive. Do you wake your partner up for sex? Yes. Do you wake your partner up for sex? Hell no. She, I wouldn't get sex for a week if I woke her up. Do you get angry if he wakes you up for sex? Absolutely. He's in super big trouble if he wakes me up. But I wake him up for sex. How do you wake him up? Um, I think yesterday I woke him up from a nap so that we could have sex because I was watching porn by myself. So what did you do? You came in and you said what? I just was laying next to him. I just started tickling his arm and he woke up and he knew. See, okay. honey, he knew. How do you wake her up? I kind of ease up too from behind and give her a little poke and if most of the time it's a slap. Yeah. Have you ever been woken up for sex? Oh, yeah. How does he wake you up? It's usually like a little like touch up the, the whole side of the body. Sometimes it's a little more aggressive, like a little bit like poking. A little poke. Could you wake, could you get aroused while still in your sleep? Oh, yeah. How does he wake you up? Usually you wake up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much. We really, really, really appreciate it. All right. So that is, that is it. We are back at work now. How do you feel? I feel good. Yeah. I always feel See, good. I can look at you right now and I know that you're tired. But even if I was horny right now, that's not supposed to matter. So expect a dick in your ear tonight. <laughs> I, I'm looking at you now. You it's said it. Fine. It's fine. Listen, I challenge you. It's on the recording. You can't take it back. You won't wake up. I probably won't. But <laughs> just expect a dick in your ear. Okay. Uh, the commercially part, the affiliate program. If you are thinking about booking with Desire or booking Desire, going to Desire, do us a huge favor and use our little banner on our website and click through it. It's easy. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. It's like the closet in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. You just go through there and you wind up in what is like Narnia Yeah. to me. Consider us like the closet. Come in the closet with us. And we get 10%. And I can buy Richard new underwear. It really helps buy me underwear. What Did about you, Temptation? What about Temptation? We do Temptation now too. I've already yeah. forgot. It's been a day. <laughs> it's been two weeks. If you want to go to Temptation, you can also book through us just like you could Desire. We'll come up to Temptation. We'll bring a puppy. Yes. I don't know how you're going to get it back. That's not our problem. So make sure you go to the website, find Lauren's box and click on it. That's all you have to do. Room77podcast.com. Most people that do book through us, and I couldn't make this up because it would be illegal. Uh They receive almost 5% more on high yield dividend portfolios. That's true. (laughs) I don't know how. I don't even know how the math works on that. If you can't book through us, please consider supporting us on Patreon. We thank the people so much so far that have been so supportive. I want to do a little shout out. We had an increase in two Patreons, H2O and Jeff and Karen. We just want to say thank you for raising your pledge. New, Beehard Brian, Daryl, Jeff and Rosie, Bose and Roses, MBC and Mr. with Mrs. Mermaid. And then the most important game player is Mix Ease Pit Ultech. <laughs> Oh, Richard. That's for him, because he wanted me to say, oh, Richard. Really? Yeah. Oh. And then the lock. Say it again. (laughs) 
Oh, I never get to hear it. Oh, so, Richard. Oh, Richard. No, you do so well. All right, so we have to go. But in the next episode, we are going to tell everybody why I am mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. That's right. Do you know what movie that's from? Airplane. No. <laughs> that's the only movie I know the lights. That and Fletch. That's the only line. That is the movie network. Brian Cranston just won a Tony for doing it on Broadway. Well, he's just, great. There, you're left with that fact. And we'll see you next time. Be with us. <laughs> And that about does it for us. For more information, photos, or to contact us, go to room77podcast.com. Thanks for stopping by Room 77. We had a blast. Now get your clothes and get out. <laughs> <laughs>